Welcome to Harmonia Uncut, the podcast that invites you to early music performances you may have missed with your host, Wendy Gillespie. Strap yourself in and hang on, folks. We're going to New York City. The year is 1980, and the venue is Corpus Christi Church on 120th Street near Columbia University, where an early music series had recently begun, started by the church's organist and choir director, Louise Baspus. One of the early board members of Music Before 1800, full disclosure, that early board member is your host had heard tell of a fabulous British vocal ensemble and urged that the Hilliard Ensemble be engaged by the series for its New York City debut. Four Englishmen, clad in what I believe they called dinner jackets, strode into the chancery of Corpus Christi, and this was the first thing we heard.
As the sound settled at the end of that anonymous medieval English Gloria, we picked our jaws up off the floor. Even now, your host enjoys a vivid, visceral memory of sitting in the loft of a sold-out Corpus Christi that afternoon, absolutely knocked sideways by this opening. The concert was the last on the Hilliard's first U.S. tour. They had performed this program of British music of six centuries many times, and goodness, the performance was tight. The concert continued, and we were treated to a deceptively cheerful anonymous rondelas. Listen to the Latin rhymes that are brought alive by the hocket, the hiccups on offbeats, as it were, and the bouncy rhythms. stuff what oh wait the text is a plea for help to thomas from a clerk several hundred years in the future maybe not exactly the text one might have imagined but a truly memorable performance the program edged forward chronologically to the early renaissance and the stunning motet veni sancte spiritus of john dunstable Thank you. 
string singers were already well known and sang all sorts of music, including early repertory, but not this early. The ensemble sequencia specialized in ever earlier monophony veering away from polyphony. Again, this was something different. Thanks to longtime and volunteer recording engineer of music before 1800, Michael Hesse, we are listening to the first concert that the Hilliard Ensemble gave in New York City in 1980, and that was John Dunstable's Veni Sancte Spiritus. Early music was still a weird enough thing to do in a concert that ensembles tried to reach out to their audiences to make human contact. As the program crept forward, we were delighted by this introduction to an anonymous Scottish song, not to mention by its subsequent performance. We have a saying uh, in England, when there's industrial trouble, there's uh, trouble at mill. The next piece, the plough song, is a kind of medieval version of that, and Paul Elliott will explain why. It's 16th century Scotland, and it's Plough Monday, probably sometime in the morning. The Lord of the Manor's ox has broken down, but it just so happens that a representative of the local ox hire firm is passing by. He recommends that the Lord should hire his new ox, which is fresh. But while he goes to get it, he suggests that the Lord of the Manor call together all his hands and tell them what will be required of them when the ox comes back. He will meanwhile go away and get the ox, and at the same time, he will bring with him various accoutrements that belong to the plough. And like the hands, the accoutrements of the plough are all listed. There then follows a short commercial break for the merits of the ox, ending with the words that it's the best one in all Scotland. But would the Lord of the Manor kindly make up his mind whether he wants to hire it, because there are others to whom it can also be hired. The song ends with a blessing to the Lord of the Manor. Do 
accents. We heard the introduction to and performance of the anonymous Scottish Plue song by the Hilliard Ensemble in 1980. Early pronunciation was quite new to early music performance, as was including 19th century repertory in an early music concert, especially on a series called Music Before 1800. Add to that the tuning, the ensemble skills, the fascinating combination of characterful individual voices making wonderful music together without trying to disappear into a corporate ensemble sound, the afternoon was an absolute revelation. 
From the farmer's field to the battlefield, the quartet surged forward fearlessly. For those of you unacquainted with this next piece, it's worth pointing out that it's um, really a kind of Renaissance tone poem, and uh, you're going to hear, effectively, cannons being fired, arrows zipping through the air, people dying and shouting uh, various things. And at the end, you'll hear the cries of victory and, uh, on one corner anyway, defeat.
de Sermizy's amazing musical battle chanson from the early 16th century in an energetic rendering. We've been listening to excerpts from the New York City debut of the Hilliard Ensemble in the spring of 1980 at Corpus Christi Church, the early days of both the ensemble and the concert series music before 1800, which is, of course, still going strong, still under the leadership of Louise Basbus. The Hilliard Ensemble garnered international fame and fortune from their hugely successful collaborations with the saxophonist Jan Garberek. They toured the world and recorded extensively, disbanding in December of 2014 after 41 years. Members came and went, but countertenor David James was a hilliard for the ensemble's entire existence, which must in itself be some sort of a record. This program was taken from a cassette tape recording, I'm not kidding, found amongst her effects by your host. And one of the original members of the hilliard ensemble very kindly gave me his permission to share this treasured artifact. Wouldn't it be fun to hear more concerts from the early days? Do by all means share your thoughts about this podcast. You can find Harmonia on Facebook or leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org. This has been Harmonia Uncut, and I'm Wendy Gillespie. Thanks for joining me. (laughs) ¶¶